0: Hi, I'm Janine Strawn, the Tiny House Guru and Founder of Tiny House Solutions and the President of the Australian Tiny House Association. I'm here to talk to you about all things tiny, and in this podcast I'll be discussing some topics that will get you thinking about whether tiny house living is for you, as well as all sorts of tips regarding finding a site, working out a budget, designing your space, choosing your materials building and moving your tiny, how you can earn an income from your tiny house and so much more. My passion for tiny houses stemmed from my passion for sustainability and the environment. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you can relate. All of my advice is based on my personal and professional experience and I recommend you do your own due diligence. You can find out more about what I do or try Tiny House Living by checking out my website at www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au And if by listening to these podcasts you think I can assist you in achieving freedom, in living your dream and wanting information on our tiny house models, then consider booking a consult time with me to discuss your project. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about promoting a local law for tiny house occupation. Perhaps one of the most asked questions in the tiny house industry is, where can I park my tiny house? I know I and many other tiny house builders get asked this question all the time. Unfortunately, there's no easy answer as it really depends on which Australian state and which local council or shire region are you hoping to site your tiny house in. Now, my focus is on movable tiny houses. Those are the tiny houses on trailers and on skids, which is a base allowing the tiny house to be positioned into place. I have spoken previously on planning, so this one is about what you need to understand about council local laws, as these can allow or prohibit living in a caravan. What's that, I hear you ask. But a tiny house isn't a caravan, and you would be right. A movable tiny house is not a caravan, as a caravan is a recreational vehicle and is intended um, for that use. It is not intended or designed for permanent occupation. However, movable tiny houses are not defined in any state legislation, and therefore tiny houses are considered in the same vein as caravans. The tiny house industry seeks to have movable tiny houses accepted as a legitimate housing option for permanent living, but we need to identify where best to put our efforts for regulatory change, and changes to council local laws may offer a good opportunity. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about land that is not a caravan park. So, your first step will be to go to the website of the local council in the region in which you wish to site your tiny house, and search for the local law. Remember that local laws are written for the management of local issues, and therefore seek to manage issues that may have a negative impact on the community, if not managed, example, blocking of sidewalks. You will be looking to see if the local law makes a reference to camping or living in a caravan for a set time frame and what are any circumstances associated with this. Perhaps rebuilding a house following a natural disaster might be allowed. Generally, the local law will limit the time frame to camp or live in a caravan, and this could be 30. 60 or 90 days but it really depends on the state you're in. For instance in Western Australia you are not able to occupy a caravan for more than three days out of every 28 days so every three days you would need to move on which is completely useless. Whilst in New South Wales you can live in a caravan as long as there are not more than two caravans on a site where a house is and you are a member of the household. In some Queensland councils you are allowed to live in a caravan for an extended period of time with the issuing of a permit with conditions, whilst there are a couple of councils in Victoria that allow people to live in a caravan for an indefinite period of period, as long as it is not a commercial arrangement. As you can see there is no consistency on how living in a caravan is treated let alone living in a movable tiny house. So the Australian Tiny House Association of which I am President of has developed an alternative local law for use in advocating for change at the local law level. Local laws are generally required to be reviewed every 10 years in some states, but there is a chance that local laws can be amended with good reason within that time frame. So the best thing you could do is to start talking with your local council about how movable tiny houses are treated in their area find out any regulatory barriers and consider lobbying the local councils for change. The associate, the Association has many resources for use when considering presenting to council and has created an alternative local law for tiny houses which could be provided to councils to commence the discussion. I offer consults with people trying to navigate the local council restrictions and who intend to live permanently in a a movable tiny house. So why not get in touch with me to discuss how you want to achieve your tiny house dream. If by listening to these podcasts you want to know more about our tiny house models or stay in a tiny house then check out www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au and see how we could work together. If you're also interested in sustainable design, but on a larger scale, then you might also like to check out my other podcast, Tips from the Sustainable Design Expert. Have a wonderful day.